right, everybody. It is episode 138 of Viking 360. Mike Rubin joined by Brian Johnson. Brian, it's hard to believe, but we're already in week seven of football season. Yeah, it's gone by quick, Rube. Uh, even uh, through some ups and downs this year, it's still been really fast. And with no bye week until the end of the season, it seems like it makes it go even quicker. This could be an interesting game. Uh, we have um, St. Albans is struggling, as the Vikings have had their struggles uh, this year as well. The Dragons have a couple of the things going for them. Number one, they're coming off an off week. And number two, it is their homecoming game. Now, Ripley and St. Albans, they've played 18 times, and the, the series is tied at 9-9. Nine to nine. Uh, St. Albans won last year's game uh, up here at Ripley 26-14. Uh, to 14. Yeah, it's it's funny, Rube. Uh, there have been some really, really close games in this series over the years, but then there's also been some blowouts. The Vikings have blown the Red Dragons out a couple of times in the past, uh, but this is a sneaky 0-5 St. Albans team. They're very athletic, and they've played a very difficult schedule. So to me, it feels like tonight it's really important for the Vikings to get off to a quick start. And for the Vikings, it's good to see uh, Parker Boyd back in action again after uh, getting injured down at Oak Hill and sending out a game. Yeah, Parker's such a big part of what they do on both sides of the football and uh, a leader on the field, uh, locking down the corner position defensively and then uh, playing out on the perimeter uh, as a wide receiver on the offensive side of things. It'll be really good to have him back uh, for a team that's banged up. And Brian, I know you had an opportunity to talk to a former Viking, Elijah Miller, and he's now punting on the collegiate level. It's funny, Rube, uh, you, you mentioned the name Eli Miller, and we both just smile. He's such a uh, delight to be around. What a fun kid uh, to chat with and get caught up with. And he's one of my favorites over the time of covering Viking sports. And really a neat story. I encourage everyone to listen to his interview and how everything unfolded uh, to him being the punter and also teammate and former Viking Blake Cummings is snapping to him as the long <laughs> snapper uh, for the Bethany Bison so a really neat story so the Bison are one and four they have a game uh, Saturday against Grove City College Pennsylvania the Wolverines of Grove City College uh, now uh, Bethany is a NCAA Division three school and they are members of the President's Athletic Conference which is Primarily based in Western Pennsylvania, I know I think there's one or two schools in Ohio, and of course uh, Bethany College up in the northern panhandle of West Virginia. But uh, good small college football played in that level. Yeah, and it makes travel easier when most of the schools are located uh, in Western PA too. So uh, not uh, super long road trips for those guys, but certainly some good football being played there. Brian, one of the best football games I've seen for a while was the junior varsity football game played Monday evening at Memorial Stadium, Ripley against Roan County. The final score was 12-8. to eight. Uh, Ripley scored with uh, just under two minutes to go in the game to take the lead and then had to hold on for dear life as uh, Roan County fumbled on the final play of the game inside the five-yard line, and the Vikings hold on to win 12-8. to eight. What a thriller. Yeah, certainly good to get a win at home at Memorial Stadium. Uh, and uh, those young Vikings, Rube, uh, they had an impressive drive against those same JV players for Roan County on Friday night to get on the board in the varsity game. So those young Vikings uh, starting to show uh, some experience, and that's starting to show through now. All right, let's go once around the athletic program at Ripley High, the cross-country team. Mm -hmm. Uh, they'll be in action on Saturday up in Work County. I had an interview with uh, Oliver Marks. 
He is a senior on that team and quite an interesting uh, young man, very uh, very good student. And uh, I talked to him about not only cross country, uh, but about uh, an organization that he belongs to at Ripley High called the Kindness Club. Uh, a really neat interview with Oliver Marks. Very well-rounded young man, Rube. I enjoyed that interview with him. I hadn't had a chance to chat with him, but uh, certainly listening to him. He's got a bright future uh, and uh, just the type of person, the type of kid that he is. Brian, the volleyball team just keeps rolling. 19-3 uh, and three now. They picked up three more wins this mm-hmm. week over uh, – Ravenswood, Sissonville, and Wahama, um, they're having a tremendous season. They are, Rube, uh, and they're going to be tested this weekend. There's a tournament uh, at Parkersburg South that they will be competing in, uh, and this is a weekend that might be a uh, opportunity for them to kind of test exactly where they are on the landscape of things throughout the state of West Virginia. Going to be a tough test, but I think the Lady Bikes are up for it. Uh Let's turn now to soccer. It was senior night the other night, uh, and Ripley tied Winfield. Only two seniors on this Viking team, uh, Jacob Banton and Jeremiah Levinsky. Uh, so the, the future looks bright. They have a lot of good young players coming up in that Viking program and a tremendous team at Ripley Middle School as well. Yeah, they do, Rube, and uh, certainly want to – uh, those two seniors take your cap off to those guys as they've just continued to fight all season long and and uh, try to to make this uh, squad better and they have gotten better down the the stretch uh, of the the season and the girls team as well getting better the, the as many ties as they've had we've we've joked about that they have five of them to this point as you mentioned uh, they've been there they've had so many opportunities to win and they just continue to fight and battle. They have a long trip on Saturday as they play uh, down at Greenbrier East over the weekend. Yeah, it's always tough. Uh, the football team will head down there next week. And, you know, it's a couple of hours on a bus and uh, a, a school bus and not necessarily a, a uh, nice uh, bus that's good to ride in for two and a half hours. So it's tough, but hopefully they'll go down there and put their uh, best foot forward. Uh, several uh, Ripley High teams in in fall league action. Uh, the baseball team uh, they had a doubleheader this week at home against the George Washington Patriots, and the Vikings have split a doubleheader uh, with GW. The boys basketball team is having a tremendous season, off to a three zero start, and picked up a big win uh, this week down at Sissonville, taking on the Winfield Generals. They won that game, eighty one to sixty seven, but that was a two point game at halftime, and then Ripley really turned it on in the second half. Rube, it's good to see him put some points up. That's been the Achilles heel over the last couple of years for this squad. They just have not been able to put enough points on the board to um, to win enough games that they want to get to the to state tournament. And, you know, it's funny listening to Coach Mullins talk about it. His focus was defense immediately in that interview. Uh, the defense will be there, I think, for this team because that is their focus. But – uh, offense to see 81 points on the board. If they can duplicate that throughout the season, it's going to be a special year. And the Lady Viking team, they're playing in a league down in the Canoa Valley as well, and they are off to a 7-0 and start. Yeah, again, you know, we knew this team was going to be good, Rube, after the way they performed last year. And uh, you have uh, so much leadership back, so many uh, girls that uh, played key roles uh, in last year's team coming back, four starters back. Uh, you know that uh, they have their sights set on the Civic Center as well. And I think for them, it's probably the opposite. It's defense. Uh, and Coach Kennedy, uh, obviously a guy who puts a lot of uh, emphasis on the defensive end. 
if those girls can defend the way he wants them to, I think they have a great chance to have a special year. Well, they maybe had their sights set on the uh, Civic Center, but right now uh, we're more worried about the our own gymnasium. <laughs> and you had an update uh, on that with uh, Ripley Athletic Director Steve Lowe. Fantastic transition, Rube. <laughs> we did. We had the uh, problems with the uh, basketball floor. Uh, in the summer due to Mother Nature and uh, a couple of other reasons as to why things unfolded the way they did. But, uh, yeah, good to catch up with Coach Lowe. I think uh, they feel pretty confident. We'll have a new gym floor by the time uh, tryouts begin in uh, early November, so that's a good sign. All right, let's get started with Episode 138. Viking Jr. Parker Boyd sat out last week's football game due to an injury but the wide receiver and defensive back is ready to help his team Friday evening at St. Albans. Parker, it's good to see uh, number seven flying around out there again. How's it feel to be back on the field again? Uh, it feels pretty good. You know, I uh, worked pretty hard this summer and uh, this season trying to help my team and make us a pretty good team. And I feel like getting hurt last week didn't help the team. And I would have done anything to stay out there with the team. And good to be back. Now this week we have the St. Albans Red Dragons. And you're out there offensively and defensively. So uh, what can you tell us uh, about St. Albans on uh, on offense? What do they like to do and what do you need to do to slow them down a little bit? Um, we've watched a little bit of film. I feel like they like to run outside a little bit, probably try to control them and contain it. If they come my way, you know, I'm going to do my best to bring them down. And now on the other side of the ball? Um, um, just We put in some new plays, got new offense going. Um, if the ball comes my way, you know, I'm going to try my best to catch it, put it in the end zone, and block for my teammates to make sure they get as many yards as they can. Parker, I know you're one of those guys that's been out there since you were just a little goober out there flying around on the football field, but uh, uh, how old were you when you started? How did you get your start? Um, I was six years old when I started playing football. Uh, my parents signed me up when I was little. They wanted me to get out there, you know, make me tough and turn me into a, a good young man. And I know uh, you've probably had some exciting moments on the football field, but I know you had one in particular uh, last year. Was that, was that the, the biggest game for you? Yeah, Marietta last year had two touchdowns. Uh, that's the best I've ever played in my life. We got open twice. Yeah, felt really great. Well, Parker, it's great to have you back, man. Thank you. Ripley High grad Elijah Miller is now playing football on the collegiate level. He's seeing playing time as a freshman punter for the Bethany College Bison on West Virginia's Northern Panhandle. All right, we welcome in a, a former Viking standout on uh, the athletic uh, basketball floor, the football field, and one of my all-time favorites, Elijah Miller, joining us now. Elijah, thanks for being with me, buddy. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. Uh, so big things happening for you right now. You, uh, you know, before I let you spill the beans, uh, you know, one thing about you, man, that, that I always appreciated uh, was how hard you played and what passion you played with, regardless of what the score of the game was, regardless what the sport was, regardless what the, the, uh, the time and, and date was. You were just playing, man, and you were enjoying it and loving it. And now – you're playing at the college level for the Bethany Bison. Uh, bring us up to date, man. I know there's some big news for you right now. Well, uh, not much has happened other than, uh, you know, I'm the varsity punter now. Uh, they actually recruited me as a wide receiver and somehow I ended up being the punter. But any way that I can help out the team, I'm going to do it. Um, 
really it's just it's been a blessing to just be able to experience the things I have and I'm really excited just for the future that's who you are man uh you're the guy that does whatever they need to help win you've always been that way you're so unselfish you're a team guy how did it unfold that you became a punter uh should we have had you 14 yards behind the long snapper the last couple of years at Ripley High School and and now uh, we find yourself at the college level punting the football. How did that happen? Uh, I I don't really know, honestly. I was out before uh, practice, and I was just kind of – I was kicking the ball up and catching it, you know, just working on, like, my kickoff returns and stuff. Well, coach just asked if I could punt, and then I went and I kicked one, and it went, like, 55 yards. Then he said kick it again, and that one went, like, 56. So he's like, yeah, you're going to talk to our special teams coach. And then, <laughs> then I became the punter. So much so that they've pretty much taken you off of everything because they want to keep you healthy and make sure they got you back there punting the football. Yeah, I mean, practice is kind of boring now because all I do is punt. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm excited for – I'm excited. I like punting. It's fun. Yeah. So what's uh, what's your first semester been like? Uh, you know, it's your – I won't say winding down, but you're more than halfway through your first semester at Bethany. Uh, has it been what you expected or has it been different? Really, I feel like it's been easier. I, I don't know if it's because it's a smaller school, but I feel like all the teachers are really involved and they really care about us. And really just the, the different ways that they give us the information. Like one class can give, you know, just essays every other day that you have to write. And then there's other teachers that don't give you any assignments, but you just have to take the notes and be ready for when they, you know, ask you the questions. And I just, I don't know, I've, it's, been, it's, it's been easier than high school. So you've been up there with a uh, former Ripley High teammate and a buddy of yours, Blake Cummings. Uh, probably been uh, pretty cool for you guys to kind of experience this together. He's on the team with you as well. Oh, yeah. It's been, it was, it's been our dream to play together. And then it actually came true. And now we, we kind of live together. We, we're not really, we're pretty inseparable. We don't go anywhere without each other. So, who do you got this week, man? Uh, where Who are you playing and where are you playing? Uh, we're playing oh, oh, Grove City and it's home. Awesome. I, what, how I, many are you now? Uh, four, four, I think five? we're five games in. We're one yeah. and four. So, you, you got the rest of the year to, to stand back there and punt the football, man. I'm looking forward to seeing – what happens for you. We're super excited for you. And I'm proud of you, man. Uh, honestly, you're, uh, you're one of those kids that uh, always left a lasting impression just because of the way you competed and the way you played and how much joy you got from it. Uh, and I appreciated that, man. And I wish you nothing but the best. And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens for you. Thank you. Cross-country senior Oliver Marks says the sport was a good way for him to meet friends and get involved in a new school after moving here from Kentucky as a freshman. Oliver, uh, cross country is kind of a crazy sport in that uh, every football field is uh, basically the same, but not every cross country course is the same. Uh, what got you interested in this in this sport of cross country? Honestly, my stepmom did. Uh, moving back to West Virginia, she uh, suggested that cross country would be a good way for me to meet new people and get involved with something uh, extracurricular with the school. 
So you moved back here, and when did you get started with cross, cross country? I got started my sophomore year, uh, freshman year, just took the time to get settled in and stuff. And then by the time I did, cross country season was over. So I had to wait till my sophomore year. Now, Oliver, uh, I know you guys leg a lot of miles over the course of a week. Do you have any idea how much, how many miles you put in in getting ready for the weekend meets? Honestly, I have no idea. Um, I lose track constantly. If I had to guesstimate, I'd say at least 25. And Oliver, you had an, an, a great opportunity uh, this past year as you were involved in the, the West Virginia uh, Scholar Program and had an opportunity to win a full scholarship to mm -hmm. uh, West Virginia Wesleyan. And you were one of 15 uh, students across the state uh, who were in contention for this. Tell us about that experience. It was a really interesting time. I learned a lot uh, from the experience and I got to meet a lot of new people, got to experience things that I wouldn't have experienced if I didn't enter in the scholarship. Now that I entered into it, I have a $19,000 scholarship waiting for me once I graduate high school. That's awesome. And uh, what are your plans uh, for, what, do you, what would you like to major in and, and what do you plan to do? I would like to major in history and I want to become a history professor for our college. That's awesome. Uh, American history, world history? World history. Very good. And. Uh, one other aspect of your school life that I'd like to talk to you about is the Kindness Club. You're involved in this group, and I know a lot of students at Ripley High are involved in it. What is Kindness Club all about, and why do you do it? We are all about helping um, empower the student body, helping uh, make students' lives a lot better, help morale, help we do different projects around the school to just motivate the students so they can kind of feel better about coming to school. That's great. And uh, you've planned to, you're, you're one of the officers of that group? Yes, I'm the secretary. Very good. Um, Oliver, congratulations on your, all of your accomplishments and uh, good luck uh, for the rest of cross country season. Thank you for having me. Ripley High's gymnasium experienced damage this summer as heavy rains inundated the Ripley area. Athletic Director Steve Lowe brings us up to date on the installation of a new gym floor. All right, we welcome in Ripley High Athletic Director Steve Lowe. Coach, uh, thanks for being with me. Hey, not a problem. Hope everything's going well. Going great. Uh, currently, you are uh, on duty right now, correct, at a uh, Ripley High soccer game, right? We're here with Winfield boys and our boys, and right now at second half, we're 0-0 tie. No nights off when you're the athletics director, right? <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> Coach, uh, let's talk about uh, Mother Nature. She flexed her uh, muscles this summer, and uh, we had a bit of a mess uh, at uh, Ripley High School in the uh, gymnasium. The basketball floor was damaged and destroyed, and uh, that's in the process of being replaced. Give us an update on, on where that is and uh, what you think the timeline might be. Well, right now, we are in the process. Um, it was actually from what I had seen today. Uh, the floor is completely down now. Um, it has to set for a period of time uh, to get itself um, used to the atmosphere and the surroundings inside the gym. 
And then I would say a week, uh, they will be able to start the sanding process and then putting down all the, the lines and the sealants and so forth. And it hasn't been that long ago that this, we did this, uh, I think a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, they replaced the floor and repainted it. And, uh, here you are again doing it. It's, it is a really big undertaking. I don't think, uh, if you're not there every day and you're, you're not watching things unfold, it, it's, it's really amazing how much time goes into it and the work that goes into it. Yeah. And I think, you know, what we try to do, uh, people don't realize that the floor is multi-layers. Um, there is a subfloor underneath. There's two plywood subfloors underneath that. And then you have the maple on top. So there's a lot of components that go on, especially with uh, putting in the floor down on concrete and, of course, in the gym that, you know, hadn't had a g- new gym floor for years at one point. So it has been uh, an undertaking, but the, the people that we've had doing it uh, are very knowledgeable of what they're doing and we're able to get it done. So, Coach, basketball season practice, I guess, would start when? The 1st of November? Uh, girls basketball starts November 7th. And boys basketball then would fo- would be the following Monday, which would be the 14th. Um, we're looking right now that maybe we – it just all depends on the, um, the pressure. Uh, it all depends on the – I'm sorry uh, – the way the wood is set in there, the humidity levels and so forth um, before they can actually start. So sometimes it may be a little bit longer, but we're scheduled – in our hopes that our girls will start practice in there um, on that Monday, uh, the seventh. Coach, it's quite an art to it, isn't it? When you watch someone do that, it, it's a very artistic thing to be able to see that and to, to kind of make it happen. I know, I know, it kind of comes uh, in a uh, place that it's kind of processed and it's kind of like putting a puzzle together. But at the same time. It's a very artistic thing to watch someone do that. Yeah, it is. It's really interesting to see because the the subfloor has to be put in a certain way. There has to be a space in between the subfloors. The subfloors are actually not straight. They're actually um, slanted or um, uh, slanted to one side. Um, So they're not put in there perfectly square. So all those cuts have to be made. And then you're right. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. They get their maple in um because we're using maple on it right now um they get the maple in course uh in little different sections and the only thing they do is they start on one side and they put it in and you can't have the joints that are the same their spacing in between each one has to be done um and you know you can't have two boards that are end to end and it's all tongue and groove so there's a lot of key components it does take a while to put a floor down with all the nailing and everything that goes on. I mean, you think a typical house may take you a a day or two, but now you're looking at a whole gym floor that could be possibly a week to get everything down. Now we rely on hard work and keep our fingers crossed and pray for good weather, correct? Absolutely. We're taking all the things that we can, you know, do and all the precautions we can do and try to get them done and get that floor back done. Coach, I'll let you get back to your job. We appreciate what you do at Ripley High School, and thanks for taking the time to give us an update. Hey, thank you, Mr. Johnson. I appreciate it. Ripley High's basketball team is off to a 3-0 start against fall league competition. Coach Derek Mullins talks about the Vikings' recent 
14-point win over the Winfield Generals. Coach, it wasn't the postseason. It wasn't even the regular season, but it was Winfield. That had to be pretty satisfying to see the outcome tonight. Well, every bit of any time you can come here in a fall game down at Sissonville and play a, a sectional, uh, regional opponent against Winfield, that's kind of had our number uh, this past year. Um, coming out with a win, the guys, we had seven guys here tonight that came out and played really well. So uh, it's exciting. It's been a good fall so far, and we just got a lot more work to do before this evening even starts. We got another uh, month pretty much until season, but I got a lot of guys in the gym trying to get better and getting ready for this year. It was almost a tale of two halves, a two-point game at halftime, and then your team really turned it on in the second half. Yeah, something we talked to the guys after the game was defense. Uh, transition D was really bad in the first half. We weren't really talking. We were just kind of pointing rather than really communicating, and that's something we got to do a better job of. And then the second half, we finally started communicating a lot better and kind of moving. Uh, we were just kind of going through the motions in the first half, thinking we're just going to come out here and get a win, just like because it's a fall league game. But uh, you got to come out here and play defense. We're going to score. Uh, we're going to score when it comes this year. Just got to find a way to play better defense and limit them to one possession. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.